So this is week number three in the series, The Kingdom of God. Amen. And we are just going to do a brief recap. Alright, so brief recap. The Kingdom of God is the rule of God. And wherever the Lord Jesus Christ reigns, there you have the Kingdom of God. So we know the Kingdom of God is in us. And we brought that Kingdom with us. Wherever we go, it's there. And we know God is Spirit. He's a Spirit. And the kingdom exists in the spiritual realm. And we can only enter by faith. So we started some biblical truths. And uh, I'm just going to review the first two we talked about last week. And this is to kind of help us understand what the kingdom is. So we said the kingdom of God is a present reality and a future certainty. And the Bible reveals that the kingdom of God came to earth with the first coming of Christ. And it will be fully realized at Christ's second coming. And for a description of that, you know, it, it talks about it in, the, in Isaiah chapter 11. It talks about Christ's reign. But also, the kingdom of God is here and the kingdom of God is to come. Because when Christ says that I will not partake of the fruit of the vine until the, I partake with the, with you in the kingdom. So he said, until means it's coming. But then, in some other part of the scripture, you, he talk about the kingdom of God is among you when he was doing the miracles. So the kingdom of God is here among you, but until. So, and the second principle, the second uh, truth, the kingdom of God is opposite to human reasoning. And repeatedly throughout scripture, we find that God's truth and ways contradict human reasoning. And we give an example in Matthew 5.44. When we were talking about Jesus was saying, love your enemies. Do good to those who, who uh, bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. That is opposite to human reasoning. But that is the, the love and the mind of God expressed in the kingdom. That is the way we as children of God, children of the kingdom, we have to start thinking like that. So that's definitely contrary to the, the way the world thinks. <clears throat> and there are other statements that reveal God's thoughts and ways which are contrary to the world. So these truths are understood only as our minds are renewed by the Holy Spirit. So the natural man can't comprehend this. But as we, when we were in darkness, and when we even came into the kingdom of light, we still couldn't comprehend why we should love our enemies. But as our mind is renewed by the word of God, and we get understanding by the Holy Spirit, we start to understand the heart of God and the mind of God. And then our thinking starts to coincide with the way God thinks. Then we start seeing the benefit and the wisdom in loving your enemy and doing good to those who curse you or bless you. Or, or or despitefully use you. You start seeing the wisdom of it. The renewing is critical because the world is constantly bombarding us with the, the, the way they think and their reasoning. And it's very easy to easily fall back into the way of the world if you're not tied in to the things of God. If you're not, if you're not plugged in. You, your mind has to be constant, constantly being renewed because whatever you focus on, whatever you think on, that is eventually, that's how you're going to go. Because 
If you've ever heard people say, as the mind goes, so goes the body. And that is true. Whatever you think on, that's it. eventually that's the way you're going to go. So we always want to have the thoughts of God. So we can always walk in the light and walk in the ways of our Father. Amen? Amen. Amen. So today we will continue with the series. And I'm going to pick up uh, uh, another truth. And the, today we're going to talk about the superiority of the Spirit. The superiority of the spirit. Because we say the kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. And we know spiritual things supersede the natural. But there is a superiority of the Holy Spirit. Who is the architect of this kingdom that we are in. So Jesus the king declared his mission in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Let me just read it to you. He said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Listen, you see this scripture? It's always good to... When you kind of like... Of course, go back and reflect on what Jesus said about his mission. And his mission is the mission of the citizens of the kingdom. Because we are his body. Anyhow, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he had anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. What's that gospel? The good news of the kingdom to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus did exactly what he declared. He never deviated from his mission and his purpose. Never, ever deviated. Just what he declared, that's what he did. So we talked about uh, a couple Sundays ago when he went about teaching and demonstrating the good news of the kingdom. Wherever Jesus went, whatever he did, he didn't do it in his own wisdom. He said, I only say what the Father taught me or what he tells me to say. And I only do what he has shown me and I do it in like manner. So whatever Jesus was doing was based on the instruction of the Father by the Spirit. Because he said whatever I do or say is just. It's not me. It's the Father in me. So I can't mess this up if I listen to the Father and do things the Father's way. Amen? We can't mess this up. We can't. Right? So he said so whatever he did, whatever Jesus declared is what he did. In Matthew 4.23, let's go back and read that. We read this, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. I don't want to beat this to death, but I want you to see something. Once you read it, you're going to start seeing something, if you haven't seen it already. Based on what I said in Luke 4.18, Matthew 4.23 says, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases among the people. That's what he did. So he was consistent in his mission and in his message. Healing, he was healing, he was giving, preaching the good news of the kingdom. He was healing all manner of sickness, all manner of diseases among the people. Oh my God. And what did he do also? You don't have to turn there. 
All right, you know what? Go to Luke chapter 10, verse 9. He said to the disciples, in verse 9, He said, And heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. So, Jesus went about teaching, preaching the good news of the kingdom, healing all manner of sicknesses, all manner of diseases among the people. Then he sent the disciples out. And he, in Luke 10, we, Luke 10, 9, we just read, Heal the sick there. Say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. So whatever Jesus was doing, and whatever he sent those disciples to do, showing that the kingdom of God is near to you. It's among you. So they are demonstrating the power of the kingdom. So whoever was there weren't in the kingdom. They were receiving what? The benefits of the kingdom. Amen? Alright. That means that, as I said, they're not in the kingdom, but they have been impacted by it. And benefited from the kingdom of God. So this new doctrine that this Jesus is preaching, the religious people didn't know what to do with that. But he was preaching the good news of the kingdom. And he declared in Luke 4.18 what that was supposed to accomplish. The blind will be seen. The, 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 those who are held captive will be set free. And so forth. So what Jesus did here, what he sent the disciples to, to do, healing the sick and healing all manner of diseases, it is declaring and showing the power of the kingdom. So that is, he said, whatever they're doing, it's benefiting all those who have been impacted by the power of the kingdom of God. Because everything that's happening here, the healing, the demon, people being set free from demons, whatever. The, the manifestation in the natural is what already is taking place in the spirit. Because the kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. There is, this is spiritual warfare going on in the, in behind the scenes. So the kingdom that we are part of... As I said, it's a spiritual kingdom. And you see now the impact of that, of that kingdom in the, in the realm that it's, been, that it's affecting. And which is not the natural. Well, the natural is a manifestation of what's going on in the spirit. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2, 1, 5. I'm jumping around a little bit, but I'll bring it all together. This is Paul speaking. He said... And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with eloquence, excellence of speech, or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. He said, I was with you in weakness, in fear, in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with the persuasive words of human wisdom. But in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. Did you hear that? Oh my God. Paul, Paul is saying, let me just break it down. I didn't come here to articulate. I didn't come here with... To sound intelligent. 
I didn't come dressed up to, to, get, to, to appear, to look like, to look right, to act right, to act the part. He said, it's not about that. The evidence is in the power, is how you are impacting the people around you. That is what matters. So you can look right, act right, smell right, but if you're not impacting the people around you, it shows there's, there's, something, there's something wrong. Okay, so you won't find the kingdom of God in eloquent sermons or in educated philosophies, in the marketing, on people, people's appearance, how they speak. He said you will know them by the fruit. The fruit manifests the power of the kingdom. If there is no fruit, what does that say? There is no power. If there is no fruit, there is no power. Amen? Because the power of this kingdom changes lives. The power of this kingdom works miracles. The power of this kingdom brings people to salvation. Why? It takes them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. There must be evidence of the impact of, the, of this power. The power of God. So that who is glorified? God is glorified. That's why Paul said here, verse 5, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Can I just be transparent with you guys? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So sometimes, I'm, I'm editing my message. I'm like, why are you chewing up the words? Why you didn't say that right? Why you all over the place? Because I want to sound right. I don't want to sound like I'm a crazy person, don't, don't know what he's saying. I'm not prepared. But then I'm saying, wait a minute, when I read this, I'm saying, Paul said what? Paul said in verse 3, I was in you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. Because why, why, did Paul, why did Paul say that? Paul is saying, in myself, I'm not adequate. I am not adequate. I don't have all the tools. He said, said listen, I can't speak like a lot of people with persuasive words. I just, I'm just, what you see is what you get. And if you know, read about Paul. Paul was a rough, I mean, he was raw. He said, but it's not in that, it's in the demon, it's in power. He said, it's in power. So then I had to settle myself. I said, wait a minute. And this is not about me. Whoever here has an ear to hear will hear. And the, it's not me, it's the, it's, a, it's the word of God that's going to change. It's not me, change people's lives. It's not me. It's the word of God that's going to do it. By the spirit. So then I, I calm down. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. This is me. I can't be like somebody else. I can't try to be like anybody else. I got to be me. Amen? Amen. And we got to be ourselves. Because we're all not called to be clones by, by God. We all have a different gift. And we have a different personality. And God will use what he has given us to reach whoever he needs to reach. So we just got to... As my brother would say, chillax. <laughs> really, we just got to relax. Where's the evidence? Because Paul said, in the demo, it's what? That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And in, verse, and in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 19 and 20, you can turn there, let's read that. Let's flip the next page. Are you there? This is Paul again saying, what is Paul saying? He said, listen, but I will come to you shortly, if the Lord wills. And I will know 
Not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. Oh my goodness. Let me just go to the next verse. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Paul said, listen, I'm, com- I'm coming to you shortly. If it's God's will, I'll- I'm coming. He'll make a way for me to get there. And he said, I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. He said, listen, I will know you not by what you're saying. It's by the evidence of the, 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 the evidence of the power that's, that's working in your life. Oh my God. So that's, that's why the Bible says, don't know, don't, don't know people after the flesh. He said, by your, their fruit you would know them. By their fruit you shall know them. Don't, know, don't look at people by how they dress, by the car they drive, or how much money in the bank. Listen, it's not only that. It could be people who wear rags. Don't judge people by their appearance. Judge them by the spirit that's behind it. What's motivating them? Because you have jacked up rich people and you have jacked up poor people too. It's the spirit behind it. So Paul said, listen, if God wills and I come to you, say, I will know them by, by the power. Not by what they're saying. <laughs> I w- I'm going to see the evidence. By the evidence, we're gonna, I'm going to know. Oh my God. Woo! That's a whole different story there. That's a whole different story. And I'm telling you, that's coming. I tell you, plain church is over. It is O-V-E-R. Or O-V-A. However, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Seriously. God is, God is Jesus' head. What did Jesus say? I'm coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And that's a bride who's, who's got to act together. Who's bearing fruit. Who's bearing evidence of the kingdom. That's who he's coming for. Amen. Okay, so where's the proof? So signs and wonders are evidence when the kingdom of God is there. It's here. Go to Luke chapter 11. Let me know when you're there. Because I said what? When Jesus was ministering and he sent the disciples to minister. The kingdom of God was among. Then when the Holy Spirit came, then the kingdom of God was in. Alright? So watch this in Luke chapter 11 verse 21. Jesus is saying something here which is powerful. You ready? 11.21 He said, When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in place. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. I'm going to stop right there. We know who the strong man is. I mean, for Bibles, Bible, those who have been in the Bible long enough, we know who the strong man is. Now, for those who don't know, the strong man is, we know, right. <laughs> no, it's okay. The strong man is the enemy, right? The stronger man is the Spirit, Holy Spirit. So, Jesus is saying, when the stronger comes, he binds the strong man plunder his goods. He binds the power of sin and darkness and plunders the kingdom and sets the captives free. So when Jesus went around healing, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom, because he declared in Luke 4.18, what what to set the captives free. Right? So he's healing the sick. So the strong man 
Who had these people sick? Demon possessed? Etc. The stronger man showed up. The kingdom of God showed up. And the strong man showed up. Because the king of the kingdom showed up. And he displaced the powers of darkness. Because we understand that the stronger man, which is the Holy Spirit, displays, displaces the weaker. The strong man. The enemy. So that's what Jesus was doing. Whenever he showed up, when the demons saw him, they had a fit. Jesus, you come to persecute us before our time? Because they already know that, they already know the stronger one is there. Same thing when Paul showed up. When the disciples showed up, when they were filled with the Spirit, the demons knew who they were. Sickness, disease has no power. As they were led by the Spirit, they laid hands and they healed people. So what is, what's going on? Oh my, what's going on there? Oh Lord, let me control myself. The kingdom of God. You have a clash of one kingdom against the next. There's a clash. So when we show up, wherever we go, we're taking the kingdom with us. Amen? So we show up and some people may not like us. Why? Because there is something in them that sees the light in you. And the demons start influencing them and start acting up. Why does this person, why are they attacking me? Why are they asking me? What did I do? You see, they don't understand the power that's manipulating them. And some of them do. But you see, you have to understand that you have the stronger man in you. And you don't have to be a coward. You don't have to take lay back. You just got to wait and let the Holy Spirit show you how to react to that, to that power. Because you can't go against that power in your own wisdom. Jesus never went and did anything against the enemy in his own wisdom. He always sought the mind of the Spirit in how to deal with it. Always. So, for example, Holy, the Holy Spirit says, spit. Make a spittle of dirt, of mud, and put it in the person's eye. Or spit in the person's eye. He's like, wait a minute. How do you do that? That's nasty. No. If he didn't do it, there was no... There was he couldn't set the people free. He just did what he was told to do. Or Father showed him what to do. Father spit in the eye. So he spit in the eye. So we have to wait. Sometimes what the things that the Holy Spirit will ask us to do won't make sense. So we have to wait upon the Spirit on how we need to deal with things. That's why the Bible says what it says. Be quick to slow to speak. Slow to anger. Why? You've got to wait. If it's a couple of seconds, wait. If you're not sure, wait. And trust the Spirit. Because the Bible, Jesus said, well, when you what? Open. He said, don't worry about what you're going to say. Open your mouth and I will fill it. He'll give you, the Spirit will give you what to say. But we got to get there. We got to get there to a point. So, where we can listen and act based on what the Spirit is telling us to do. I say, Lord... How are we going to get there? Don't worry. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So when we show up, don't be afraid when you go and people acting crazy. You just got to step back and you got to love them. Why? Because you're the stronger man. The stronger one is going to take, take care of... Exactly. He's going to take care of it. 
So you understand when we so when we gonna pray. The stronger man is in us. But we gotta pray as the Spirit leads us. We don't want any canned prayers. Don't come with no canned prayers. You gotta come and let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. But the prayers of Spirit will give you is what's in the Word and what you have understanding of. And that's something I gotta find myself not getting into these canned prayers. Because sometimes just and you pray, but you can't let the Spirit lead you. You guys understand what I'm saying? That's where we gotta get. When you're looking for canned stuff, it's religion. The spirit is dynamic, flowing, fluid. What he might ask you to do today, he may not ask you to do tomorrow. Concerning the same thing, he may ask you to do something different. You just gotta be sensitive. Oh my God. But when I was reading this, I said, wait a minute. Wherever Jesus went, wherever the, the, the disciples went, the stronger man showed up. So what did they have to do? As the Spirit led. Remember the woman who was following Paul? She had a spirit of divination. Paul knew it, but he, he didn't drive the Spirit out right away. As he was led. Of course, she was doing it for a few days. These are the men of, 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 who, from God who have the power of salvation, whatever it is she was saying. She wasn't saying anything that wasn't right. But Paul, you know, some of us might be like, oh, that's not the right spirit. Let's, no. As, because he got grieved. After a point he got grieved. So then he dealt with it. You understand? So it's not him. He's listening to the spirit of how to deal with it. Because it's not because he it's not him. It's the power of the kingdom, the power made available to him. So he has authority. The stronger man dealing with the strong man. So listen, so when we pray, we know when we pray and when we when we speak, we know what we say is gonna happen. Why? Because we, number one, we are citizens of the kingdom. Number two, the stronger man abides in us. And what Jesus says, Jesus says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, it will be done. He'll do it. So we know what we ask for. It's going to get done. So I know it's going to happen. I knew it before, but man, when I read this, I'm like, I know it's going to happen. I know. You got to, listen, you got to be persuaded about this power that resides in you. It's a, is it the real deal or it's not? Because there is a witness in my spirit. You understand? And when you got that witness, you know. You know he's real. You can't make this stuff up. And you and that you get when Jesus said living water, you get endued with power from an eye. That's what it is. You feel like you get supercharged. But glory to God. He put this treasure in the earthen vessels. Isn't that wonderful? The operation of the kingdom on the earth is superior. It's superior not only over demonic forces, it's superior over nature. Because when Jesus spoke, cursed the fig tree, it died. The next day they came back, it was dead. When he calmed the seas, he spoke and it, it obeyed him. But he didn't just do it flippantly. He did it as he was led. You see, that's what, don't get, we can't get crazy about this thing. Every time we see something, we got to cast a demon out. we got to do this. No! Let the Spirit lead you. Suddenly shut your mouth and walk away. You know? 
The kingdom of God is here in us who believe in Christ. Wherever we go, we take the kingdom with us. We impact the lives of people that we come in. Let them see the glory of God in our lives and through our lives. And what we say, what we do, let just be people of our word. Let us edify those who hate our guts and those who love us. Let us build people up. Let us be children of, the, of our Father in heaven. Who brings rain on the just and on the unjust. Who lets the sun shine on the just and the unjust. We are children of the light. Children of the kingdom of God. Full of grace. Full of grace and truth. Why? Because we have Jesus in us. We have the power of God in us. We are the stronger man in us. And wherever we go, we impact the lives of people. We make people's lives better. When we touch people, we talk to people, they should leave feeling 10, 15 times better than when they met, when they met us. They should see the love, experience the love and, and the light of God in us when they leave, when they see us and when they have a conversation with us. We should leave people better than when we met them. That's what Jesus did. That's what the disciples did. When they relieved people of their sickness, of, 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 their, of their frustrations, they left people better than they found it. Because he said, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are, are, are held captive. He, they, they left people in a better state than they found them. Glory to God. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's, well, that's, the, that's, 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 that's the light. That's the, 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 the testimony we have as children of the kingdom. That we, when we, people leave us, they're in a better state than when they met us. Glory to God. So when we submit to the Spirit, we become a threat to the powers of darkness. Glory. Yep. Yeah, amen. And at times, we come under attack because the light, the darkness, hate the light. But that's okay. Because the, who is in us? The stronger man is in us. And there's nothing, there's nothing they can do to harm us. Nothing. Nothing. Amen. Amen. For the Lord is with us. So we have to pray for one another. We have to love one another so that the power of the kingdom will drive out the darkness wherever we are led. Because that's what the disciples were doing. That's what Jesus was doing. We must not be afraid because the spirit in us is stronger than the spirit that's against us. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to stop there and we're going to pick it up next week.